Welcome to Tool World. We're your hosts. I'm Gordon Ju. And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Tool World podcast. Thanks for jumping in. Now, don't forget to check out our Tool World Plus program. We look into stances, patterns, detail work, a lot more. Uh, and then to kind of go off of that, we're going to be having a special seminar towards the beginning of fall. And I think that's going to be pretty big. We've got lots of instructors to help us out and lots of learning to be done. But before then, we also are doing another tool seminar. Mm, We're doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, tool three <clears throat> seminar. And that's going to cover yoga to Chungwu. Yep. Just can't do it all in one day. Mm-mm. Well, this week we were taking a look at Kwangge. We were taking a look at the upward block. After you do the knife hands, you turn around, you do an upward block in slow motion. And the, the question kind of came up. Is there a right way to do this? Is there a wrong way? You see a lot of differences, and they're small differences. They're not big differences. Right. <clears throat> so what do you think? Um, well, if you think about the way the technique is performed and what the purpose is from a theoretical point of view, there is a right way. From a practical point of view, the only right way is if you're in self-defense is, are you the last one standing? Right. So, but when... T- when we're looking at patterns, um, for instance, in that movement in Guangge where you step back, what I did notice is some of the students, when they step back, they kind of, ex- well, you do have to execute the, the, the block, but it's the way they turn. And, and then the block is kind of like already executed before they're actually in the full facing position because you actually kind of need to be in a full facing position mm-hmm. to execute it properly. Mm-hmm from that theoretical point of view. Mm-hmm. That's very similar to we discussed on Dosan where we execute the wedging block, where you go from uh, F and then you go towards CA. And um, what some in Dosan, just as a refresher, as we come across, the body is actually, it's kind of like some students do it like a side block and then they execute that. Mm-hmm where the body actually has to be full facing so that you can execute the wedging block. Mm-hmm. And that's also the same you know, like in Guangge because they're actually turning and the block is kind of coming at an angle, which is from a self-defense point of view, if you block it, that's great. Mm-hmm. But from a theoretical point of view, it probably would miss because the body has to be in the full facing position to execute that particular technique. Right. Your thoughts? Yeah, I know, I think so. You ever disagree like, with me? No, I never disagree. With <laughs> so Except when because you, <laughs> I'm disagreeing you for yeah yeah. <laughs> so when you turn around, but you have to actually be looking at your opponent, right? Right. So, I mean, I think if you look at it from a practical standpoint, that if you start turning and executing that block, do you really know what's there? Wouldn't it make more sense to turn and then execute the block as you step back? Um. Yeah. In, in some ways, but in some ways we also use our peripheral vision, mm-hmm. right? So you kind of have a sense, mm-hmm. right? But yeah, I mean, that, I mean, the, as far as patterns are concerned, sure, absolutely. That's kind of where, where we need to go. But not all patterns actually 
you're doing that, right? You're not always looking in that direction. Poan would be a, an example where you do the bat. You don't look. You just poan. You only look in certain directions when you're going to that direction, but you don't always look. So are you saying like in things like poan with that back elbow strike? That you're you really you're so there. good. Well, you have eyes behind you. Well, okay. That <laughs> 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 you don't need to look. Well, I think in the the pattern, Poan is a little bit slightly different. I mean, that back elbow strike, right? That means someone is behind you, kind of like. Yusin. Mm, Yusin, right? So you, someone's grabbed you. You notice that. You don't have to look, but then you do turn your body to look for that. Mm -hmm. Right. For the, the, the punches. Right. Okay, so let's talk about some other techniques that we need to square off. We don't have any hip rotation. You saw one yesterday. Yeah. I don't want to say there's no hip rotation. I think there is some hip rotation in a lot of techniques. Mm -hmm. But that big rotation of the hip. Mm -hmm. So one of the patterns I noticed some students doing was the rising block in Chumu, where you go from the upward block and they turned around and then they executed a rising block. But it looked more like they were rotating and blocking where rising block is really full facing and you shoot it straight up. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to do that, you kind of actually have to square off before you execute it. Now yeah. that's really kind of interesting because Will it look choppy? Will it look smooth? Will it look right? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's that transition point from that mm -hmm. full facing or that side facing to execute the rising block or that upward block. Mm -hmm. It's that transition time where you can reduce it enough where it smooths and, and yet you're still executing the technique properly. Mm -hmm. I think you did a little video mm -hmm. on Instagram or whatever on the like reverse turning kit. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. and why it looked like it was a hooking kick versus a reverse turning kick mm -hmm. and it's that be being able to control that and make it so it's smooth enough so that you can identify that hey that was a reverse turning kick or that was a reverse offensive hook kick mm -hmm. and it's those little details um, that is really intriguing to me right so that kind of brings up a question for me of is there such a thing as too much hip rotation Obviously, like too much pullback, but how practical is hip rotation? We know that it can generate more power because you're moving more mass, That's your bigger, mu bigger muscle muscles right. right there. Right. But is that something that you would ever see in real life? I mean, some things happen so fast. Would you ever have time to be able to do something like that? Yeah, I think yes and no. Well, I had someone that asked if I would help <laughs> their their um, their child. Well, that child or yeah a child obviously an older child mm -hmm. teenager on maybe can I help them with that hip rotation in executing like throwing a baseball or a bat I'm, I'm like well I don't really play baseball but I can definitely look at the way the movement is done and I could give you some ideas on what I think mm -hmm. as far as body mechanics right and how it could help us generate power so mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that even if you look at, let's say, boxing, if you look at the way um, they're landing that major knockout power punch, mm -hmm. right? They're getting their body behind it. They're getting their hip behind it. 
And so, yes, I think so. I think that um, if you want that massive amount of power, you've got to get the whole body into it and that hip's got to be in there as well. Mm -hmm. so, some techniques, obviously, you're not, you're not going to do a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, turning kicks with a rare leg, reverse turning kicks or those kind of things, you're whipping it around. That's, mm -hmm. that's giving you lots of speed, lots of power in that way. Right. Oh, I guess, yeah, power, energy, whatever you yeah. want to call it. So the more you, the more distance you have, in theory, the more time you get to accelerate, mm -hmm. and that's why you can do more destruction. Right. As, so a one-inch punch, which is cool, can it break five boards? No. <laughs> Maybe. Depends if you get that hit behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that was a pretty good discussion on hip rotation, turning, turning on all those certain moves. Um, so thanks for jumping in to another Tool World podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to be safe. Keep training. And have a great week. Take one. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.